0: It's Rapino against Van Feenendael. It's 1 0. The USA won. The Netherlands
1: 0. The game's opening up. Rose Lavelle. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rose Lavelle might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time. The United States of America are crowned champions of the world, and for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final, in victory and joy for the United States. Hey
0: everyone, welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Allison. I'm Madeline. And we have so much to talk about with you all today. Wow, wow, We are thrilled uh of course we had a fantastic women's national team game last week I'm I'm thrilled that I get to say that here in this year I it was a bit of a question whether we were going to get to have one
1: yes even you're right we should just take a step back from everything else and just remember how amazing it was that we got to watch that game yes what a gift What a gift. I'll admit it was a little bit bittersweet for me in a sense because I live in Brooklyn. My parents live in New Jersey. I was super excited. We had a very safe COVID plan so we could go to New Jersey for Thanksgiving. We were going to quarantine for 10 days and then get a test and then my mother was going to come pick us up in the car and I was so excited for Thanksgiving but also to watch that game with my dad.
0: I love that. That
1: would have been really nice but we deemed it probably a bad idea in the end. So I was a little sad that that didn't happen but just the just after kind of having a bummer of a Thanksgiving, just the joy to be able to watch my favorite team play my favorite sport
0: was so Aww. wonderful. I'm so glad. Oh good, that took a turn. Whew, I was worried for a second. The bummer of the Thanksgiving and that what if this had gone poorly? No, I'm kidding. It oh my gosh. I, you know
1: what? Even if it had been a bad game, it would have been just and lovely. Still to just see a joy.
0: Just a joy to watch this team get to play again this year. Yeah, I hear that.
1: But guess what? The
0: game freaking ruled. It was amazing. Amazing. (laughs) I'm just going to use the word domination. I know Vlaco in his post-game interview said he did not feel like they dominated, but from, albeit, you know, just a a fan on the sideline, it felt like we dominated. Uh, And it was just such a fun match to watch. Uh, I mean, again, I think we're all a little bit... We're all a little bit giddy. We're all a little bit biased here in this situation, just getting to see the team play, getting to see some of our favorite gals be on the same field together, which we haven't seen in months and months. Um, definitely a little biased, but I thought it was just, it was such a fun game. It was just such a treat. It was such a treat.
1: You could hear the announcers sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trying to temper our expectations in the beginning. Yes. You know, Julie kept yes. saying, you know they're going to be rusty. There's a lot of fitness questions. We expect the first half to be good, but the second, second half, half they're going to yeah. be tired. The
0: full ninety is going to be too much for most of these players. And it
1: was so delightful to just to just watch Julie sort of go. Oh oh um. Yeah, no, this is, they're still going. Um,
0: oh, yeah, no, I guess they seem pretty good. <laughs> and I don't, I mean, I don't know if maybe the Netherlands, I mean, every this is the world situation, so clearly the Netherlands are in a similar situation. But, you know, I feel like in the beginning, she was giving them a little bit more because they had been playing in the European leagues for longer than, you know, even our state's players had gotten over to go and play. So I don't know if she thought that they were going to have a lot better fitness uh than we did coming in. So I I don't know if our fitness was that fantastic or we looked that good against this team. I don't know what the situation was, but yeah, it
1: <laughs> yeah, and we I think we can be honest, there were there were some rough edges. There were passes that were missed, connections that weren't made. Oh yes. But if this is rusty, holy moly.
0: Yeah, hold on to your hats. Ooh. I mean, I I agree. It, I can't the way... throw
1: enough platitudes at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get a platitude, and you get a platitude. It really, yes. it uh, it really, really was something. Um, let's start with the lineup.
1: Yes, um, I was very excited to see this lineup. It was
0: a very strong lineup. I mean, I love that we came out with. Just, this is a fantastic lineup. Uh, you had Alyssa and Goal, obviously, you know, very much Eh. to be expected. I mean, with the ones they took, though, what are you going to do? Um, you had uh, Crystal. (laughs) Sorry, if anyone is listening
1: for the first time today, that was an Ashlyn Harris reference. If you didn't get that, that was that's what that was about.
0: Um, uh, and your four in the back. You have crystal on the left side. You had Becky, um, Abby Dahlkemper, and Kelly O'Hara, which is the four that we've become very accustomed to seeing in the back. I would say starting four, uh, and it was a thrill to get to see them play. It was a thrill to get to see crystal push up. Um, it was really fantastic. Um, I thought
1: the defense was one of the absolute best things about this game.
0: They played so well. And I think, I mean, and if you've listened, we've harped a little bit on the defense in the past where they've made some mistakes. Becky's made some mistakes in the past. Um, let balls through, not been there to cover the backside if, if, you know, the other teams making these big switches. And they didn't do, they, they were really, really solid. Um, they seemed calm. There were never players collected? unmarked. Nope. It was a really, I thought a, a quite nice showing from our defense. Um, granted they should be, they should have been pretty well rested because it feels like a majority of the match was played in the Netherlands, you know, third, but that's, uh, that's beside the point. I, agree, um, but I
1: think that was partially because they were so good at clearing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, a lot of the clears went direct, went to, um, you know, one of the, one of our players in blue, they weren't clearing willy nilly. I feel like uh, one or two went back to the Netherlands. We turned it over, but I think a lot of the clears set up um, offensive runs, which I mean, that's the whole point, but I'd also think sometimes we miss out on those opportunities when clearing out of the back. So
1: the midfield offered up some interesting (laughs) storylines. It did go on. Well, Lindsay, her has COVID. My heart goes out to her. I hope she's, I hope she has one of the cases where she tested positive but is is having no symptoms. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, but she didn't trip. get to play.
0: Yes. Uh she missed um and she
1: missed the final against the Netherlands. She didn't last time. She didn't start <gasps> You're yeah, right. she didn't start that one either in favor of Sam Mewis. But because Lindsay definitely missed this game, that set up the possibility with Sam Mewis starting of a sisterly game.
0: A sisterly... A sisterly appearance, yes. Great, I love it. Which we Two did sisters, get to- one field. <laughs> ah, that's beautiful. <laughs> Two sisters, one field, their memoir. Can't wait, that'll come out shortly I'm sure uh yeah that was fantastic and we got to that in the second half um, which we'll absolutely touch on um we got to see Rose Lavelle start um and she just looked fresh and looked powerful looked quick um JJ in the middle who <laughs> Madeline do you want to say something about Rose your I have face a big Rose like, question oh okay what's your Rose question so
1: on during the game Julie kept saying oh you know Rose didn't start in the last Manchester City game she's struggling with a small injury but she seems great here today but online everyone seemed to be going like why is it Manchester City playing Rose they're just not starting her they should be starting her it was like they were saying it was an injury during the match but it seemed like that wasn't really the case and Mm. I tried to do some sleuthing and couldn't figure out who was right
0: Hmm. Interesting. But I mean, if they're
1: not starting Rose Lavelle, what is wrong with that?
0: <laughs> maybe they will. Well, I think, and I think Julie Fatty said something to this effect after, I think after her goal. You know, maybe they'll be starting her now, or or something to yeah. that effect. Was she minute limited for them today, or in the no? For she can't be limited for Manchester. No. no. Okay. I, they were talking about how she had been minute limited to forty five and but she played a sixty today I think um maybe she
1: is just she has started to get a reputation of being too injury prone, but I really thought she showed her absolute brilliance in this match,
0: oh yeah, if she
1: can yes. just stay healthy, she's gonna be one of the biggest biggest all time players. I remember when we were at the she believes not like three like three years ago, I think, and you pointed at her and were like, she's it you. We knew it then.
0: Whoa, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to say that. Yes, I do remember that.
1: <laughs> that was my rose question. That was
0: all. Uh got it. Yes. Um I don't know the answer in the end to your rose question, but heck of a player, man. Um we had JJ holding it down in the mid as normal. I, th- I thought she played a fantastic game. Um I do just feel comfy when she's there. She makes me happy. She's like um like a weighted blanket, if you will. Oh. I know. That's I really want to get a weighted blanket. I don't have one, but I have kind of a blanket that's on the heavier side, and it actually is soothing. Have you ever used a weighted blanket? Oh, yes. I oh
1: yeah. must be covered by something heavy as I sleep. It's a real pain in the summer.
0: Well, right. Well, they have all these, like, cooling weighted blankets, not, you know, or cooler. Yeah, I'm really into it. I've got to get myself one. Uh, <laughs> anyways...
1: We were saying before before we started recording, we were sort of talking about how if you wanted to give the Netherlands a little bit of credit, that uh, Vivienne Miedema was not starting. And, of course, she's their star player. And so there's some question of, well, did the U.S. really play the very best version of the Netherlands? And I was saying, yeah, sure, maybe that's true, but... If there was any player from the U.S. team missing, there, there's not one player where it would be like, "Oh no, we don't have that person." It's like, okay, we have a backup for everybody. But then
0: we have depth and you depth, depth and
1: depth. That that is not really true true for JJ.
0: For me, and the thing is, is could we win? Absolutely. But if we were playing JJ, I mean, sorry, if we were playing in a World Cup final or an Olympic final, and JJ couldn't start, I would be just a a scotch bit more nervous Just i coach. think
1: she's the only player that i yeah. feel that way
0: about you're right yeah I, I used to feel that way about becky but although becky had a great match i do think that we are slowly slipping a little bit not quite where she was um but yeah i feel that way about jj uh then we had sam uis one of the two sisters <laughs> um starting on the right side um and she just had a fantastic match. Ugh. I forget how tall she is.
1: She's so tall. She's six feet She's tall. She's so tall.
0: She just lo- and she looks tall amongst all the other players. Her she... head. She gets her ball on heads that nobody else. Wait, no. her... She gets her head on balls. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, excellent. Wait, do we put uh, an
1: explicit warning on this now? I can't tell.
0: Putting... <laughs> no. <laughs> that was an honest mistake. Honest. Uh, yeah.
1: she looked so good but she has been getting plenty of time at City and she was maybe the sharpest player on the field well yeah with I thought the she looked super strong the two people who were about to talk about
0: yes yes the next two um starting in the uh, top left Tobin Heath um and Kristen press in the oh middle.
1: my goodness
0: uh, their chemistry again, I've said it before, both on and off the field, it just makes magic. Like those little back heel
1: flicks, and the you can tell rounds and the yes.
0: nutmegs Ex- and oh, you can tell that they've been playing together in this quote unquote. I don't know what we're calling this weird time, but like you can tell that they have been playing together because they have that finesse. They have that unspoken. Communication that you know the entire team normally does have and, and will have again, but there those passes that we spoke about, folks were missing passes and things. The touches were just a little off, and yeah, you know, but the, not the case for these two. Um, they really had it. I think there was one that was missed that would have been a goal. I think had Tobin <sighs> gotten to it, um, and she missed it by like a split second. But I don't know. They they just played so well up at the top. It just it felt like a duo, like a combo up there. I felt um, bad
1: for Lynn Williams. I was excited that she got the start, but it was almost like yes. she was the third wheel on their double date, or on their date. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. not only was she the third wheel, but it's like Kristen and Tobin were going to the movies, and, like, they have their perfect routine, and, like, Kristen gets the popcorn, and Tobin gets the Twizzlers, and then they, like, switch yep. 20 minutes in. Like, they have their whole routine and then like Lynn showed up and like tried to sit in between them and spilled all the popcorn sometimes but it wasn't right. her fault because they invited her on the date but it right. just she she hadn't been in their carefully
0: calibrated routine yes that's per- I mean I couldn't have said it better myself perfect <laughs> exactly the only thing I was gonna say was Lynn did bring the drink but and then spilt it everywhere yes yeah <laughs> then you yeah, have yeah. sticky floors and then it's a mess and you move on uh but yeah, it, wasn't, I, it
1: wasn't so off. It was just like you could tell. I thought Lynn was doing some really exciting things in this game. And her uh, assist to uh, Christy, which we'll get yes. to, was amazing. Yes. I thought Lynn set up a lot. But it, there were just... Exactly. You could tell that she hadn't been in with, with press and, and Heath as much.
0: I think Lynn did a fantastic job of setting up. She could not finish for her life. True. And yep. that is like... I feel like her story, which is why I was getting a little bit frustrated until – I was getting frustrated a little bit watching her in the match because I felt like she kept skying these balls and missing these opportunities that, I mean – or or one, one, she had, like, a really strong touch where she just should have – just a softer touch and you would have had it. Um, but – and, I mean, I feel like we – I've made a lot of excuses for her because I mean, she's lightning fast and she hasn't had as much national team exposure and opportunity as some other players. But I think at like a certain point, it's like, no, you just, you have to be on. uh, And I want to see her put those in the back of the net. I mean, she's skied like three or four. um, But when I took a step back, she set up some of the most beautiful plays consistently. Consistently, And her speed was always a big factor. So I was frustrated. I took a step back. I think she did play well. I just, I need her to finish some of those balls. If she can finish those balls and can set up her other teammates, my gosh. Incredible.
1: I completely hear you. I think you're totally right. When I was watching, I was not frustrated by her because I felt like it was so clearly nerves. And she is someone who hasn't gotten as much playing time as some of these other European players. And I thought she was doing a good job getting back and challenging the goalie. I liked her Mm -hmm. speed. And I almost thought, you know, if you have that, I liked the three of them up top together. And if you have that that finesse of Press and Heath, maybe it's okay she doesn't always finish. Now, I I completely agree with you that she's got to finish those, really. But... I was feeling pretty optimistic about her performance.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see her play again. And I, I just want, if she's, and I read somebody, somebody was talking on Reddit about how um her, they were kind of comparing her to her play on the national team with that of the courage. And, it, you know, a lot of people have talked about this, you know, and I think part of it is what you said. She looks cool, calm, collected. The courage is her domain. She's comfortable there. um But something that this person was saying, and I didn't really consider it, but, she, with the courage, you know, up until really this year, their domination over all of these other teams had, she had ample shots on target. She could have 15 shots on goal in a, in any given match because that's just how dominating they were. Um, and she'll put three of those in. I mean, it's really one fifth of your, you know, your shots actually making it to the back, but, um, when you're shooting, when you have the opportunity for 15, that's fine right here. You're not going to have the opportunity to get 15 shots on goal. So you have to up that percentage of accuracy. And that's I think true. she's working on that and will, I hope she will be there. Cause again, if she is dominating,
1: if she doesn't work on it though, like absolutely. That's Alex Morgan's spot. So right. We'll
0: and that's see the what thing. happens. like, there's yeah. no lack of <laughs> forwards. I mean, every one of those players has got to, has got to be there or, They've just got to be on when they're there. Um, I don't know what, I still don't know what Megan Rapinoe's plan for next year is. I, Cause that throws her monkey wrench in too.
1: I, I'm sure she wants to go to the Olympics, but I am again, just sensing a step back from soccer, but we, we will see.
0: Yeah. We'll see. All right. I'm rooting and for then, Lynn,
1: but yeah,
0: I no, I think if she can, I just need she a has little to bit score. more, Accu- more accurate more accuracy and she's in yeah agree mm. great so that was the starting lineup um I thought it was a great lineup Ugh. I thought I thought people played really well I was very very pleased and
1: let's talk about these goals oh my gosh shall we I have never felt so bad for the Netherlands in my life as <laughs> I felt worse for them during this game that I did when they lost the world cup final just to have Rose Lavelle punish them in almost the same exact way what
0: a beautiful goal nothing you can do about that oh my nope. goodness it was gorgeous she just ripped it um i mean just just ripped it amazing assist in. from
1: from Kristen
0: yes i i do an, i mean They, uh, Blacko after again, in that after match interview was saying that, uh, one of his assistants, they've been working on this exact set for Rose, um, for some time. And clearly it's paying off. I mean, if she can be that dangerous that far out, I mean, that's huge. That's huge. I think, I feel like we've struggled with that in the past, but if she can fill in that void, that's going to be amazing.
1: It was just so sweet. It must feel so bad to have the same goal. score. Oh, (laughs) Oh, also, doesn't Kristen have some incredibly impressive statistic that she's either scored or assisted more than once in her 26 of the last 27 games or something like, oh,
0: I would believe it.
1: Kristen is really growing on me. She does so much.
0: She does. And it's funny because I feel like even a year or two ago, she was, we were not talking about her like this. I mean, it, she just wasn't. I mean, I thought she was a choker. Right, right, yes.
1: But maybe she really found her spot on the team at the last World Cup. She yep. had a great She Believes Cup. Yeah.
0: yeah, she and I think, I mean, she didn't, I mean, that one was disallowed, that first, I feel like that could have been, she was barely off sides with that first goal.
1: It was, I agreed in the, I was screaming before I saw the replay, and then I was like, oh, fine. She was like a quarter of a millimeter yeah. off, but it was so close.
0: It was really close. I mean, she had. It was. It was also beautiful. Uh, just, just, just a hair. Uh, so yeah. Then so the,
1: we had an amazing goal in the amazing. second half. An incredible story. Christy Mewis gets subbed in after having an incredible COVID summer with the Houston <laughs> yeah. Dash.
0: She's had such a good year. <laughs> oh my
1: lord, she. So good, and this was the longest stretch ever between
0: international goals. Crazy!
1: It was really. I actually want to give Alyssa credit because she skied it. Oh uh, yeah! Alex almost headed it. Uh, it fell to Lynn's feet. Lynn slipped it ahead. Lynn for made Christie.
0: the most beautiful put the most beautiful touch on that ball to oh, so get it to Christy. She
1: was onside. It
0: was gorgeous. It really was gorgeous. She had, I mean, she was focused, determined. She made it like a cut or two to get it, you know, a little bit free of the defender and just punished it. Um, and really who was beautiful the first goal. To greet her, okay. Yes, her sister, but also, but, but exactly, they the announcers kept saying her. I was like, ah. I mean, they were both there together.
1: Alex, like, really ran in. Yeah, in I
0: period. feel like. I feel like she beat her out anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it was making me laugh. Cause I was like, I feel like we're changing the narrative a tiny bit, but it's fine. Yeah. She was right behind her and she was further away. So she really had to run to get there. Yeah, Sam, did, Sam ran And she so did fast and so far and got there and she was probably already gassed. Cause she'd been playing 70 minutes. So anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, but a fantastic goal. Um, what a, like a, a sweet, sweet story. Um, and, I mean, just a, I feel like a, a shining crown cap. What's the term on Christie's year,
1: but here's the question for her. Is she in the picture?
0: On an 18 team, 18 person roster. I don't think so, but, but, but Vlatko loves Christie Mewis you hear him talk about her. It's almost as if he's talking about his own daughter. He, I mean, he drafted her in 2013. He has kind of watched her come up. And I mean, his own words against adversity and injury, he really, she, I don't know how she did it, but he has a very soft spot for her. And it, you know, I hear him talk about other players, obviously, and, and talk about their skills and their passions and, You know, even Alex Morgan, you know, coming back from, you know, her time away, I think it was, what, 16 months, something like that, um, with the pregnancy and everything, and and coming back and, you know, hearing him talk about her, I mean, he was just really in awe of her. But then you hear him talk about Christy Mewis, and it's like a different, it's like nearly paternal. (laughs) It's just a different, it's different. Yeah. She's
1: 29, so she can definitely stick around for a World Cup cycle.
0: She could. She could. I Although just
1: when you start thinking about Macario and Yeah, your yeah. college <laughs> players
0: are so freaking good. I just don't think there's any I just I was thinking more immediate. I that eighteen player roster, we've been through this. It's it is so Ugh oh, the cuts you have to make on an eighteen player roster.
1: But if somebody gets injured, if Rose gets really injured, I feel a lot oh. better knowing that Christine Ewes scored that goal.
0: True. Very true. And I mean gosh, that's obviously Always a possibility. Although, the thing is, I think if Roses out, we're back to Haran.
1: Although I don't know if you're gonna play Haran and Mewis at the same time. Well, now this is getting confusing. I don't know if you're gonna play Haran and <laughs> Sam Mewis at the same time. If you have a a Christie kind of more creative score, you're
0: thinking Christie's more striker like Roses, yeah. more up at the top versus and like, like okay. No Car- like,
1: I think that the goal that Rose scored and the goal that Christie scored while they were different goals, they were kind of similarly set up. So perhaps Mm -hmm. this team is kind of like, maybe Blanco is looking at a system where these like longer goals are getting scored from, from midfield, you know? So. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that's helpful. (laughs) She might fit into the system. She could, she really could. And I think, I mean, okay, for instance, would you take em- uh, Christy Mewis or Emily Sonnet? Christy Mewis. Done, exactly. So I think there are a lot of players that were called up into this camp that I can see her easily beating out and going. Um, granted, I know that we're talking two different positions here. Emily usually plays defense. But I'm just saying, in general, I can I can see them making spot a uh, spot for her, but I just think that's going to be tough. It's yeah. all going to come down to how she performs in camp. Um in January and, and moving on, moving forward there. It will be there. interesting.
1: It will be. And then there was one more non-goal, but it was still one more pretty non-goal. spectacular that, that goal that Alex Morgan got called offside for, which was even closer. Oh, I was so sure, but she was maybe like a micrometer.
0: Yeah. Off. I loved <laughs> when you're watching it. If you watch the face of the, the line judge on the side, she like, <gasps> Did you see her face? No. She, oh, it was, she, she felt, she called it. She knew it was offsides in her heart of hearts, but she felt bad that she had to call it. Oh. She felt bad. She was like, you could see it in her face that she hated to call it back. And I was like, it, like, exactly. She was just like, oh, it was really funny. Um, I got a good laugh at it. And I think, I think maybe one of the commenters mentioned it too, because just looked unfortunate but
1: also just the fact that she had had a baby and now she's she just looked pretty sharp (laughs) she she and like this alex morgan 2.0 that we've seen the last you know couple of years like just getting back on defense being more of a all-around field player like she just still looked good i mean she did it was all positives this game my only
0: my only thing with Alex was it just felt like some of her touches were off and, and some of her connections were off. But that can be said of any of these players given the situation, and Alex has had double the time away. So, I thought it was
1: going to be way worse. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, really outstanding play. Uh, and we got to see a lot of the younger kiddos. Um, kiddos. Well, actually, one of them was born in 2000s, in the 2000s. So, I feel like I can say kiddos. Yeah. Um. But we got to see um, Sophia Smith, um, Midge, and um, Jalen Howell all come in, which is really exciting um, to get them a minute or two. Sophia's
1: play was the most notable of these because she was so aggressive.
0: She was tenacious. She was out there, putting herself out there. Uh, That was exciting to see.
1: I wondered if she was told to do that or if that's nerves or what, but. That was interesting. There's a lot of she was taking, hype about her. So. She was
0: taking people down. Did you see on Instagram the precious photo she posted? No. Of, oh, my. She's, like, I'm going to say six years old in this photo with Abby Wambach. <gasps> and was, like, uh, this is – and then that was the first photo. The second photo was her, like, holding up a one, like, her first cap. And she said, you know, this is because, you know, you – something like you gave me somebody to look up to because you believed in me. It was just precious. (laughs) Everybody was, you know, comment. It was just the really, it was really, really, really cute. She was literally like five or six years old. She looks like a tiny little baby.
1: I love
0: that. Oh yeah. I love that. I think Kelly O'Hara commented on it, but I love that, you know, for instance, Kelly has played with both of them you know, right. both Abby and Sophia. So that's kind of wild that, that bridges, um, that, yeah. Anyways, really cute, really sweet. Very
1: excited. Midge looks of too. life. Jalen, I didn't really. Midge looks great. Clock, but. Jalen,
0: well, she had like a minute. Yeah. Well, and actually there's a few minutes of stoppage. So she had a few more, but still, it, I'm glad that she got a, got a cap in under her belt and I'm sure that was really exciting for her. So. Yeah. I
1: think those were all the best, most important bits about the game. It was just a joy. I, I really kind of my biggest takeaway was somebody tweeted this. I saw and I, I apologize. I forget who I saw it was, but they were basically like with the coaching change, the world is about to find out that the U.S. Women's National Team has been Inigo Montoya fighting with his left hand, but he's actually right-handed or vice versa. Um, And I really liked that because basically what this person was saying was, this was the best team in the world, but it looked like the rest of the world was getting caught up because we had an incompetent coach. And now with a competent coach, it's going to be crazy how dominant this team is. Yeah. That's why the defense looked better. That's why the plays were working. It's like, we have a coach.
0: I, we we look so good in this game and i'm almost like afraid was it like beginner's luck like beginner like maybe but i don't luck, think but, so. but like first game back i i don't think so either but i don't know i am a little nervous because of how good we looked over a team that made it to the world cup final you know like this is not they we were playing right but they did not look it not even a little bit i i mean they really they didn't have anything that was scary um and none of their players I, I always when I'm watching a match and it could be any sport, but primarily soccer, when I am noticing the other players, then I'm I'm scared. Like when I notice Rachel Daly on England or the Allies girl, who I'm blanking on her name right now. But you notice them. You notice Ellen her skill. White. Ellen White, thank you. Oh, don't do it. Sorry. I was <laughs> I was doing the Allies. She's doing the allies. Um when I notice them and I see their play, I see their strength, their skill. I didn't notice the Netherlands players, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I was very consumed with our play. Um, some might say that's, you know, I'm doing a poor job of watching the match. I should be watching the opponent, but whatever. I think I... you did a great job <laughs> of watching a game. Thank yes. you. Um, anyways, I just, uh, they really did not look particularly standoutish.
1: So that's that. Yeah. Well, I have high hopes. I admit this is the this is the best I've felt about the team ever. Wow. Excellent. We just need a better goalie, but I don't think that's going to happen, so. Now, we have a like a kind of a bummer of a thing to talk about, which is that uh ESPN did not show the anthem. Um the whole team kneeled except for uh Kelly and Julie. Yeah. And it just feels a little hypocritical of Julie to kneel with Casey, the first time, and then when it's on TV to stay. I don't know. I guess it's complicated, but I'm a firm, just freaking kneeler.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm frustrated. I the thing is, is I I feel like I understand more why Kelly is doing it, um, with her, like you know, her brother, all of her family's in the military. And I I feel like she probably is torn. I'm I'm certain it comes down to that to some degree about something.
1: I think I think in her mind it's about respecting her family.
0: Yes, which I
1: yes I comprehend but disagree with. Yes, sure. I think yes. kneeling is still respectful, but right, like sitting like on the ground, pooping during <laughs> it, pulling your pants out and pooping is disrespectful. <laughs>
0: That's also illegal, but (laughs) yeah. Disrespectful. Sure.
1: Or like giving the middle finger. Okay. That's disrespectful. Well, I mean, even like
0: sitting on the bench or something like that, that would be very disrespectful to me. Um,
1: Anil seems like a, is just such a conscious way to say that while this country I'm, I'm listening to the anthem, but you know, things aren't right here. We got to fix this. So yeah, I, I, I see what Kelly is thinking, but I don't agree with it. I'm very confused about Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto. Has she I, I don't mean, think she's said anything. I don't think so. Which I is frustrating so. because she so publicly said things after the after Casey cried, right? Like you don't yeah. get to get all the good press from that and then not
0: defend your change of mind. Right. Right. You have to say something. If you're going to switch it
1: or it feels hypocritical to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm at a loss. Like you have black teammates, please support them. Yeah. I mean, and then they did come out with a statement beforehand, not, not Julie specifically, but as a team, which was, I'm glad they all had posted that bit, but loved
1: the warm ups. Yeah. Awesome. Warmups. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Black guys matter. That was very cool.
0: Hmm. I, yeah, I don't really even know what to say other than things, I just yeah. feel
1: disappointed in her,
0: in yeah. in both of them. We'll see. I'm curious. That, I mean, we'll see how that continues to play out. And I feel disappointed in ESPN for not showing it. So. Oh, you want them to air it?
1: Yeah, I think it's lame that they don't. That the reason they didn't air it was because they didn't want to show people kneeling. Oh
0: really? I thought they. Oh. Hundo. P. I can't say I've seen. Do you know what the men's team is doing?
1: I think they're kneeling. Uh, yeah. I uh, I I you know you know I don't really care about that. I know. I'm know. <laughs>
0: Just curious. Uh, uh, well, also, I'm laughing about your hundo pee.
1: Hundo pee is that wrong? I
0: know what you mean, but it is a weird way to say that. Hundred percent hundo
1: pee. <laughs> yeah. Is that not am, like a I'm thing a...
0: the kids say now? No. Well, I'm not a kid. I don't know.
1: Oh, I thought I was being so cool saying hundo pee.
0: I have never heard of that. That again that means nothing, but I've never heard huh. of that. You know what Bethany sometimes calls blueberries and it angers me. Bloobs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love just... it. I love it. <laughs>
0: no, no. <laughs> ah, drives me crazy. I've I have friends that like to shorten everything. Yeah. Everything.
1: At some point oh. you're like Ooswints. Instead of the U.S. women's national team. It gets crazy.
0: It gets out of control. (laughs) All right. So, Hundo P. All right. uh, Moving on. Lawsuit. Lawsuit. They settled. Not all of it. They settled the equal work environment bit, um, which had still – was kind of still ongoing. Um, So, that's good. That basically – means that U.S. soccer is offering revised policies regarding um, for working conditions, charter flights, venue selection, professional support, and hotel accommodations. So, so this means that, that
1: if the men are playing only on grass fields, the women can only play on yes, grass
0: fields. Yes, that's, that's how I understand that. Now, um, of
1: course, Cindy Parlo-Cohn, I have mixed feelings about this whole thing, but Cindy Parlo-Cohn mentioned that U.S. soccer is maybe worrying about bankruptcy after covid uh so i wouldn't be surprised if on some level the equal playing conditions meant that the men are now playing on turf fields instead of actually just giving (laughs) the women more
0: Uh, oh i did not consider that but i really did not consider that i
1: really hope that yeah we get my my number one thing for that is always playing on grass that would be so nice if that were true
0: i mean it's just safer it's It's just better it's better and it's safer and women are already at increased risk of knee, you know, ACL, MCL. So <laughs> they're the ones who should be playing on real grass.
1: Yeah. Ah. And charter flights, please. Thank you. <laughs> please
0: and thank you. And I hope, gosh, are they really, like, staying at the Motel 6 when the men are staying at the plaza? Like, that can't be the case. <laughs> but I'm, at least now, there will be equal hotel accommodations.
1: Yes. I, you know, it... <sighs> To me, for, I just have so little good faith in U.S. soccer at this point. I do feel better that Cindy Parlo-Cohn, you know, is a former U.S. Women's National Team player and is now the president. But I have such little goodwill for this organization. And kind of after the pandemic, structural organizations in general in human society. Um, but I... It feels a little disingenuous to me to settle now as we're coming into a year when the CBA negotiations are up. It feels kind of like throwing a bone that barely needed to be thrown. Yes, I understand that U.S. soccer doesn't have $65 million in back pay, but I will be really interested to see what happens in the CBA negotiations because to me, the most important thing is that the women are getting paid
0: equally to the men. So, yeah. I mean, because the, you know, when the lawsuit bit had been. I don't want to say thrown out, but in essence... Well, the
1: part about the back pay was thrown out.
0: It was, but then the women said that they had planned to appeal. I mean, at this point, because of, yes, COVID things and trial delays and all this kind of stuff, I mean, I don't know if they're even... It says, you know, that they still intend to file their appeal, um, but at this point with the CBA in 2021, I don't know. I mean, just time-wise, you know, I don't even think that could be fully appealed before the new CBA is, you know, happening. So we shall see. Yeah. And interestingly enough, now, again, they are debating a CBA in, well, now in an Olympic year, you know? Yep. Which is... A surprise. (laughs) A surprise, right. Something that nobody really anticipated. So we'll see. That that will be interesting. Um, But that's, you know, all to come in the new year. So... Keep you posted.
1: And there's just a little bit of NWS on news. Not a ton. Yes. But Kelly O'Hara
0: went to Washington Spirit from Utah. Very exciting for... Which I think is a great choice for the Spirit. If Kelly plays for them, she has experience. She has leadership. She has absolutely everything they're lacking. Uh, so I think that was a great move for the Spirit to try to rein her in.
1: And, yeah, that is the one thing that that team didn't have experience. So... Good for her, and good for her for getting out of Utah, which is shaping up to be an absolute disaster this winter. They have until January to sell the team, and currently there are not no takers because of the whole, you know, racism, sexism scandal with the owner and the coach. So really crossing our fingers that Utah is able to
0: change hands soon. Yeah, I don't even know what that would look like down the road if it – I mean, if it isn't sold and – I. I don't know. But good for Kelly to get out. I oof. Woof. Yeah. That's all I have to say.
1: And now we didn't talk about the Netherlands orange kits, which we all know you don't care for. Woof. But Houston Dash did a rebrand.
0: Houston Dash did a redesign. They did a rebrand and I, for one, and several others, um, thanks to all those that I was chatting with on Instagram, very much uh, appreciate the new kit design. Um, a lot less orange <laughs> and, um, the crest yeah. is way cooler. The crest is way better. I, I mean, that old dash logo looked like something from rec league, like from when you were eight, um, the, the crest is cooler. The redesign looks really good. Um, pretty clean lines. I'm a fan of it. Um, I know a lot of folks, I, I going to have their opinion, right? Um, some folks don't like it, but I think it's a huge step in the right direction. Way less orange. Um, And with one of the folks I was chatting with on Instagram, um, you know, from Texas, they said now they feel like they can finally buy um, some Houston Dash merch.
1: I would buy (laughs) a Houston merch now because it just looks so much cooler.
0: They used to have a soccer
1: ball on their crest. And one of my, uh, I had an Italian friend once who was really into soccer and they said that anytime there is a actual soccer ball in the crest is very tacky. It is. I disagree when it comes to Columbia's crest because I love it. But other than that, agree. And so, I big fan of the new H crest.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it looks way good. And way Sky good. Blue, wow. I
1: think, is considering a rebrand based on some surveys. I uh, I think ticket holders were invited to participate in. So, fingers crossed that that is coming soon.
0: I think that's huge. I think Sky Blue is in desperate need of a redesign. They've been making huge moves uh, for the players um, in terms of their, you know their housing, their accommodation, their field play, playing at Red Bull. Um, I think that a redesign could just be the perfect marriage. Um, I also think – I just think they need to be a New York City team. It's that simple.
1: And, I mean, you were saying before, you know, the Giants.
0: The Giants play in New Jersey. The Jets play in New Jersey doesn't matter you can be a New York City team and play in New Jersey it's fine
1: there's no other women's soccer team in the market just claim the, New York
0: the, I mean the New York Red Bulls whose stadium we're playing at is they are the New York Red Bulls you know they're not the New Jersey Red Bulls I just think I mean I, I hate to say it and I'm sorry New Jersey Madeline you're from New Jersey my dad's from New Jersey a lot of family from New Jersey it's a great state you're just not going to get the same publicity you're not going to get the same it's just just be, be in New York. I on,
1: completely agree. Where do I live? Where do I choose to live?
0: Yeah. It would New be so much
1: easier for me to live in New Jersey.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine the rent?
1: Oh my oh. gosh. I'd be a bajillionaire. I wouldn't have money. I wouldn't know what to do with, but
0: <laughs> now it all goes to your rent? landlord.
1: My rent. Um. Yeah. Oh, please be a New York team. I would love I that. I just,
0: I, I feel like for some folks, especially like the New Jersey natives like the stronghold supporters it would feel a bit like a sellout or a cop out or something and you know what it may be but i think five years down the road making that switch is going to pay off in contracts is going to pay off in attracting higher quality players it's gonna it's just gonna pay off big time so just scoot on over and uh make it happen completely right across the hudson yep yep yep
1: that's pretty much it for the NWSL news right now. Yeah, I mean, that was a lot. That was that a lot taken. Yeah, was- uh, one small kind of like nice tidbit: Rachel Van Hollebeck, Rachel Bueller, is working in a COVID ward as a doctor in California. It's California. So, uh, former women's national team player. Shout out to her. Thank her very much uh, for being a standout former pro soccer player.
0: Yeah, and physician. Thank you. Way to go. Oh, so cool. That's like, I can't imagine. I can't yeah. imagine both of those Like things. You
1: are a doctor and a professional athlete. Wild. Also, when do you sleep? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess she's not a professional
0: athlete now. Right. I mean, she started med school, to be clear. She started med school after she pre- retired it from professional after. soccer. It okay. was It was, yes. Wow. Like She, she retired 15? in 2015 and started in August. Med school at university of california san diego
1: wow wow yeah. good for her oh i have not that much
0: so she's like i mean med chutzpah. school's four years now she's and her residency um so she's like i mean four years started her residency she's only like a year or two in her tour into her residency so she's still got a little bit of her training left but um anyways fantastic yeah. well that's about it Yeah, that's our podcast, guys. Thanks so much for listening. listening
1: If you, ha, you to it. if you would not <laughs> terribly mind, if you hadn't done it yet, if you could go into Apple Podcasts and rate and review us, that would be very helpful for other people to find the podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have already done it. That was so kind of you. You can send us an email at SettleTheScorePodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at ScorePod or Instagram us at ScorePod. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.